Welcome. You are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only podcast telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within and transforming the triangle. And I'm your host, John Carter. Um, so this is the first episode of a new series uh, I'm calling Words with Friends. So much like the dinner and um, dinner movie episodes, we have a Megan Spell, so that's about once a month. This is called Words with Friends, and the idea is that we have just everyday people from the triangle. Um, I, everyday, I don't know, extraordinary people. from. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was only a slight bit offended when you said, oh, yes, we like an everyday person as you opposed offended. to the highly qualified people that I usually have on the show. I, I, like, didn't, well, I didn't say that's that. That's fine. <laughs> I think not, not yet discovered right yet to that's be a discovered. good way of saying so sure, it, the yeah, idea is that more works for me um uh, like to be discovered people <laughs> i got a lot of good feedback about um some of the first few episodes i had mainly uh just people i knew just because i was trying to get episodes out there and it turns out people actually like those a lot the funny thing is i, I was listening to them recently and they're really rough <laughs> Um, but, um, you know, people like them. And so I want to have more of those. And so words with friends, the idea is that, you know, it's just people I know, maybe, uh, people that not necessarily business owners or, you know, they're, I don't know, name something else. They're just, they just live in Raleigh and they're living life. And so what's their story? And so that's it. Uh, so the first, this is the first episode and, I have here in my apartment, um, Austin Clark. So Austin, thanks for joining uh, the 919 podcast. It is my pleasure. And to be the first, this is so exciting. I get to set the standard. Yes, and that's right. Um, so we're going to try it out. and Everyone else has to live to me. <laughs> um, Austin, we have known each other for, gosh, I should have prepared more. Uh, four years? Four years? Is that some? Yeah. Well, it's two. Four years. We met in college. Yeah, that's right. NC State. The end of freshman year, which was over. So it's easily been four years. It's been f- over five, I think, because this is my second year out. This is my first year out of college, and your second year out of college. Mm. So, right, you, you took a you took a victory lap. I did at NC I State. Did. So yeah, so we met each other um, through uh, mutual friends and a small group at NC State, and then um, at the time, Austin, you are going to Wake Tech, right? I but, was, yeah. But you knew you knew a lot of the guys in the small group, and then um, then you ended up coming to NC State, and then eventually we were roommates uh, yeah. my senior year, right? Correct. Okay. I told people it was my senior year, too. Okay, I mean, it might as well have been your senior year. So we had a lot of fun. I just had two senior years. So that, that definitely solidified the, the friendship um and then you've you've done a lot of cool things in the area um so yeah that's why you're here so um how the heck are you i'm good i cool <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap that's <laughs> wow that's that's the exciting life i have mm. i was john's roommate see you next time people <laughs> no i'm doing really well good. i am Currently, gosh, this is the spiel I give to Grandma every Thanksgiving. Well, just just past Thanksgiving. Grandma and John. <laughs> yeah, Grandma and John. That I'm looking for a job, um, mm-hmm. but thankful that I get to be picky because I have generous parents who allow me to live with them. Um, so I'm not applying to every job. I only apply to what I want to do. Awesome. So, 
that's where I'm at right now. So in the job hunt, out fresh out of college, pretty fresh. I mean, just the past um, couple six months since you graduated in May. Yeah, I guess so. I've been really. I was really busy. It's just been the past couple of weeks that I haven't been as busy because I worked at Rockmont Central Staff, and then I was in Europe for three weeks. So now I'm back and looking for a job. Wow. Okay. Very cool. So let's let's take it even back further. So you um, you grew up in Raleigh or the Triangle, right? Mm-hmm. To be more specific, was it Wake Forest? No. So I grew up in the what used to be kind of the like little you know family neighborhood in Raleigh, which was Brentwood. I lived on Bardwell Road. That house is now yellow. Um, But I grew up there and was there for the first 10 years and, you know, knew all my neighbors. My best friend, Justin, lived across the street. And we, you know, did all the stuff together. And then, again, around like 10 years old, maybe a little bit before that, we moved to North Raleigh. So we live in North Raleigh now. Um, and been living there, you know, since I was 10, so over 10 years. Yeah, so North Raleigh, not quite Wake Forest. No. That area is so blended to me, it's hard well, to, to differentiate. Well, for perhaps a non-Raleigh native, it's blended. Yeah. But I live in specifically North <laughs> it's Raleigh. It's North Raleigh, okay. Not Wake Forest, not Creedmoor, not Wakefield, North Raleigh. North Raleigh, for sure. Right inside 540. Inside 540. Yes. Okay, so you've you've grown up here, um, went to a couple different schools, uh, and yeah, maybe tell me tell me about. Thank you, ESPN. Uh, <laughs> so you went to a couple different schools. Um, maybe tell me about growing up in in North Raleigh, what that was like. Yeah. So I was when I was preparing for this, I was able to reflect on just how much I've been a kind of raleigh native you know growing up going to all the major museums and the zoo which is not raleigh but all the raleigh kids go take the field trip out to the zoo right um you know going to marvels the, the ashboro zoo yeah okay yeah that gotcha. was gotcha. The, the traditional going okay. to the planetarium going to the durham science museum you know going to all the state fairs and you know, homeschool prom and joy prom and my high school prom and gosh, just every year of Christmas parade and just everything that Raleigh offers in the sense of family wise, I've probably done it. I've probably experienced it. In fact, I was listening to one of your prior episodes talking about the Christmas parade and I was remembering that my birthday is in November. It's on November 18th. And there will, there's been several years that my birthday has fallen on the Christmas parade. And so I would get all my friends together. My parents would get my friends together. <laughs> and we would trek down downtown. Just be nice to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would all go downtown and have our little blankets set out on the on the curb and watch the Christmas parade for my, That's awesome. for my birthday. <laughs> and the most exciting part was being able to get Cheetos because my we're pretzel family. But on my birthday... Cheetos? Yeah. <laughs> God, what a thrill. I know. Well, it was. I mean, that's, it was. So I got to have Cheetos and watch the Christmas parade on my birthday. And that was, I mean, that was, I very specifically remember that that was part of growing up. A big part of growing up was doing stuff like that. So. That's fun. I mean, it's, it's not, I had a, I think like I had a great childhood being in Winston-Salem and in Florida and I feel like I lived all over the place, but, um, I really, growing up in Raleigh, like kind of, uh, 
And it's just awesome. Like yeah. there's so much to do and there's all these traditions that I get to hear from you and like a couple other friends. That's why we have this, um, this new series, but, um, I didn't grow up with that. I'm having to figure out all this stuff as mm-hmm. I've been living here. So that's neat. Um, okay. And then, you know, growing up in Raleigh and then, um, you start, I guess, getting through high school and that, you know, you start thinking about college, I guess. Right. So where'd you go to high school? I, so my schooling history has jumped around a little bit. I started my schooling career at Partnership Elementary. And so, again, to the fellow Raleigh natives out there, that is right downtown on Glenwood. And it's a pretty progressive, kind of almost hippie-esque, charter-esque They don't give school. grades. <laughs> well, it's not that out there but it was a really fun experience again to be right downtown and get to walk to you know i think it was fletcher park and um, do activities there and then i was homeschooled from third grade through eighth grade that explains why you're a little bit weird very unique yes (laughs) unique excuse me no i mean being homeschooled okay before someone gets mad at me i have tons of (laughs) holes My brother was homeschooled. I have tons of homeschooled friends. I'm just, I always pick on them. So, okay, sorry. I have to. No, I mean, also that's. Like, I'm not listening anymore to your podcast. <laughs> pick on homeschool kids. So. Well, no, I mean, homeschooling as well has exploded in the triangle as right, well. Right. And so being able to be a part of the homeschool community as homeschool groups were popping up and getting able to be part of that and, you know, make friends and do homeschool specific things, which again, you know, 20 years ago wasn't a thing to do homeschool theater or to do homeschool sports or to do homeschool outside classes. So to be on the cutting edge, it felt like of that was really cool. And then I went to Sanderson High School, which is also in North Raleigh because that's where I was districted. And starting out there, I will say the homeschool energy that I was bringing in came out, came out a little (laughs) bit and I was a little bit bullied my fresh, <laughs> my freshman year. Of everyone high school, has a bullet. Everyone year. has their yeah. everyone has their time. But no, I'm really thankful. The I look, I'm not belittling that. Oh, everyone just, has, every, everyone gets bullied. Homeschoolers suck. Everyone gets bullied. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know. I'm sorry, you're bullied. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't take on the identity of a victim. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I look. I don't. I didn't love high school, but there was definitely some fun times in high school. I remember specifically, you know, my, I guess, sophomore or junior year of high school. I don't know when I was first allowed to go off campus, but we had wow. me and Marina um, and Emily. We, what, I was the what only a one good of the group. Yeah, there's the three of us, and we were the lunch bunch. And we would walk over to my car, which was parked at Pullen Park, which if anyone's gone to Sanderson, Pullen Pool and Park is right beside Sanderson, so you and gotcha. I could park there for free because I was a lifeguard. And so we would traipse over to my late model Toyota Camry, nice. get in the car, immediately turn on Thrift Shop by Macklemore. Of course. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. And peel out of there going way too fast. And we would usually go to... Oh, either, so you, you were driving. I right? was driving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's or Solo. Back when we had money at the beginning of the semester, right. we would go to Solo. Right. And then when we ran out of money, we went to McDonald's and got fries and sweet tea. Nothing, but no, wrong, those nothing are, wrong with McDonald's. No. <laughs> well, I don't think I've been back to McDonald's since high school, but... You're kidding me. No. <laughs> but no, it was... Those are the kind of things I look back at high school with with fond fondness you know to be able to look back at those times of 
driving too fast to McDonald's. Yeah. Listening to what? That's awesome. What? What? And all the, uh, you got to be in the best school system in North Carolina. So congratulations. You hit the lottery. Without Is it even the knowing. best school system? It, well, it, I mean, it's apparently it's like ranked first. So I don't know. I should really check. That I didn't learn anything I in high school. No offense to the high school <laughs> teachers. So maybe it's not ranked first if you didn't learn yeah. anything. <laughs> um, Part of it was probably not paying attention, but you know, here so, I am. So going to Sanderson, then, um, then you're deciding to go. I know you go to Wake Tech at first, so run me through that. Um, obviously, that's a really good financial decision. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think so, so. My dream coming out of high school and going into college was to cash out my college savings. My parents are by no means rich. My dad, though, is a huge, like, kind of Scrooge in the sense of like a penny pincher. He he really. My dad loves saving money. It's a Gift the good Lord. Let's has call. Given him. Let's call him thrifty or frugal and not Scrooge. <laughs> uh, we'll use all the above. Okay. All the above. All right. All right. No, but it is. It is something that he has has blessed our family over and over again. And part of that is having I had a little bit of money saved away for college. And so my dream was to cash that out, put a down payment in on a house, buy the house, and start renting out the rooms and become a real estate mogul. I was going to get my real estate license and that was the dream. And so I started at Wake Tech. That's awesome. To yeah, to you, satisfy my parents. You could have been a a ski mogul or a, a mogul mogul. Sorry, that was from Parks and Rec. I'm going to probably cut that part out. So, okay. can just continue. Just continue. That's why I shouldn't make the joke. Classic right. comedy from John. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you miss <laughs> the roommates? <laughs> Continue, um, gosh. Okay. Thank you. You're so, welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about my faith on this podcast, but I sure you can. Um, a lot of people do. Yeah. So I was had been praying that God would lead me into community with some guys. My best friends up to that point had been girls, and so I started praying that through my freshman year of college, and. You know, at the end of my freshman year, I walked in to the Bible study at NC State that we were both a part of, and because David invited me, and walking in and looking at all of you guys sitting there was just this moment of, this is what I had been praying for. And so, from there, my dream of real estate moguling it had been put aside, (laughs) And I walked in a couple weeks later to the admissions office at NC State, and it was this sweet little girl from (laughs) somewhere way south in North Carolina, out in the sticks, and she was like, how can I help you, honey? And I said, I'd like to come here. I don't have any math credits. I don't have any science credits, and I, I can't do engineering because I don't have that capability. And she said, no problem. So she gets out her computer, and she's looking around, and she's like, how about communication? And I said, great. I <laughs> love talking to people. And again, by accident, kind of got into the communication department, got into chess. And though now I look back and I am really thankful that that is what happened because I really have a passion for the messages that we send to each other in all the different ways. So That's that awesome. is the story of my academic career there. So Wake Tech, I really... Wake Tech is great. My sister's there now. But yeah, I just I, realized you barely talked about Wake Tech. I don't have any <laughs> super amazing experiences at Wake Tech. <laughs> Besides, the printing was free. 
So <laughs> that was a major yes. You got really excited, <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's going to say, oh, pr- okay, printing. Well, that no, no, is no. something to be that's, excited that's about. Something. When you pay 10 cents a page at NC State. Yeah, it's pretty hefty. That was hundreds After you're already of dollars. thousands to yeah. go there, yep. So... The free printing was a major yes. I agree. Me. That's how they really make their money is through printing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. That's the budget. Tally was completely paid for by, by printing. By printing. Because they, they create the demand. Ooh. And he, they have the supply. Please bring this paper. Dang. Print okay. your paper. You'll pay for, pay for the next student union. The, the cool thing is through your communications degree, you've actually, you've been doing a lot with WRAL, right? WRALFM, yes. Excuse me. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, so, well, you know, what have you been doing with them? Because um, I agree, you're really good at communicating with other people and being excited about something. So, thank you. You're welcome. So, what have you been doing with WRL FM? Yeah. So, to the backstory of why WRL WRL FM, you know, they're both owned by Capital Broadcasting, which is one of the largest family-owned media companies in the country, um, definitely in North Carolina. And a, they own, real quick, you know they also own the Durham Bulls. Oh, I was just getting to that. Okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> they own the Durham Bulls. They own parts of the Tobacco Road complex. They own ninety nine point nine The Fan and the Buzz. And um, just recently, they opened that station, which is an, also a new radio station. So they do a lot of different things. They're doing um, fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just they're a cornerstone of the triangle. And Ooh. so I've really enjoyed being a part of that company. They cr- take great care of their people. I've heard that from everyone that has worked with me at both the mothership, which is what we call, you know, the the western office where TV works out of and where then, the big Christmas tree is. Exactly. Yes, where the big Christmas right? tree is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not like I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we we lived I lived across from it for 4 years. I, I know. Um, oh, that's where that big Christmas tree. <laughs> Way to be relatable, John. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I work at the Highwoods office, which is where Mix is broadcast from, and so is okay. that station and the fan. So what I do there is I'm a part-time promotions assistant, which I've actually been able to take that job and do even more with it. But in a nutshell, what that means is being the logistical side of anytime the station is either sponsoring an event or whether they are being paid to be somewhere as a promotional package that has been bought. So when we're sponsoring an event, you know, we are teaming up with them to make an event happen. And so we usually have a presence there with our table and tent and all that. And so I'm there at the table doing a photo booth or handing out swag. And if we are at an event as part of a packet, a, you know, promotional package that they've bought, same deal. I'm there with the tent handing out swag, doing all kinds of stuff. And so I'm responsible for making sure all the equipment gets there, which is, again, the the tent and the table and the swag and the recording equipment. And then also, if the talent is there, I help with wrangling the talent as well and making sure that they get onto their live broadcasts and making sure that their social posts are happening when they need to. And then I've also been able to, again, expand that job for me which has been really cool with doing other stuff, which is helping to plan some on-air content during Christmas. And then also with the morning show, I'm good friends with Kyle, Brian, and Sarah. 
which do two men and a mom over at Mix, and so I've helped them. And uh, they've, you've been on the show too, right? I I have, yeah, I have, and helped them get content together. And then also done the same thing with the sports side. So even just today, I was out at UNC collecting oh. sound bites. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to be happy for all the sports team there is. So yeah, as a, as a, very great. <laughs> I can appreciate the history of UNC. Yeah. And all right, sorry. Yeah, Go but ahead. no. Even today, I was out collecting sound bites for some segments that ninety nine point nine the fan or the multiple sports stations over there are doing and so I was talking to students and asking them questions about the ACC and it's stuff like that that really gets me or keeps me excited about the job is interacting with the public a lot which is again what 100% almost of what my job is is interacting with the public and making sure that people have a good relationship with mix because a lot of times you know radio they're not physically seeing sure who's behind the mic who's you know pulling the levers essentially (laughs) and I'm part of that so getting able, being able to move out into events and interact with people and let them know, you know, who we are and yeah, promote the station in a positive way. And I've gotten, got to meet many, many people and it's really, really fun. That's awesome. Something that I think is really cool is, I mean, you've done all that, but weren't you, um, weren't you a, a certain character at one, was it just for like a few months? I forget, but that, <laughs> it was, it was really fun. Yeah, no, the, the uh, I don't want to say sad truth. It's uh, not sad. The, the reality truth, what I was saying, is that I still make appearances as Max oh. the Mix Elf. Max the Mix Elf. So I have a full uh, full elf costume. Is it like I, Buddy the Elf from um, from Elf, like Will Completely Ferrell? different. Okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> different it's, kind of it's elf. It's okay, I won't tell Max. It's, it's a North Pole. But if Max was here, he'd be very offended. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I have a full elf costume, and last Christmas we did some segments on air with Max, and now he just usually attends events with Mix. Okay. So gotcha. I attended the Christmas parade as as Max the Mix Elf in okay. the little Mix VIP party. So, so, so everyone, so listeners, if you see an elf running around and being excited, it right, maybe, it maybe, are there multiple? But I'm sure there's other elves that <laughs> are out there. Oh, good point. <laughs> So don't don't just, assume that it's don't me. Don't just walk up, Austin, I heard you on the 919 podcast. Who are you and what is that? Yes. Also, be careful, you know, those, okay. those elves. Anyway, I, I just remember that, um, you know, when we were roommates, you'd, you'd be, I think you were doing it that the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that, but um, yeah. that's really cool. So you've done a lot with um, WRL. Um, what else are you doing in the area? Oh. So I am... Well, I'll take a step and, back with right. what has helped me develop where I am now in the type of the way that I look at communication, um, just with other things that I've done historically in Raleigh, which have, again, as I said, helped shape me. You know, my first job ever was being a lifeguard. Well, my first real job, you know, I mowed lawns and stuff. Um, but my first real job in Raleigh was being a lifeguard at Optimist, and I realized that I didn't like that, but hey, that was the bread and butter back then. That's right. Yep. <laughs> um, and then from there, I moved on to doing some other things, um, but really kind of what awoke the passion and drive for people and interacting was I, for a couple of years, worked as a field associate for Americans for Prosperity, um, which is a nonpartisan special interest group. Um, and being able to just interact with so many people around Raleigh in a time 
where, you know, no matter what side of the political aisle you fell or fall on, in a time where Americans for Prosperity was kind of changing the political landscape in Raleigh, you know, we had come from having a pretty left-leaning General Assembly and, um, and you know, Governor's Mansion, and then 2012, 2016, that all changed, and we had a completely right-leaning General Assembly, and then with Pat in the Governor's Mansion, we had a right-leaning conservative governor, and so that was pretty significant, and to be a part of that, you know, just to remove myself from the politics, because um, I've adjusted and, and continued to grow as my political views from there. But being able to be a part of a movement that was shaping Raleigh was exciting. And to hmm. be literally on the ground, you know, I would knock hundreds of doors every day and call thousands of people. You know, wow. at, at one for one summer, I was the top knocking field associate <laughs> in Raleigh, in North Carolina. Um, and so <laughs> literally on the front lines, you know, helping to get people excited. You're putting that communications degree to work. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's why I say it awoke me to the aspect of interacting with people. Because again, I would knock on doors and have people literally scream at me. I had one <laughs> lady, um, I left their little door hanger on her door and then I was going to the next house and she came out and she's like, <laughs> come get this trash off my door. And her dog runs out and starts biting my leg. And she's like, yeah, you get him, sick him. And I was like, uh, ma'am, I'll just get the thing. And I, she didn't even, you know, try to get the dog. It was very, and then I would have people on the That's other side. That's bizarre. Yeah, people on the other side who would, you know, be completely in agreement of what the survey was representing. And they would talk to me and they'd be super excited. And then I'd have, you know, a third category of people who did not agree um, but we're really ready to engage me in a conversation. And that was the really, the most exciting part of the job was en engage or debate. No, it was engaging them in, okay, in, okay. in a, we, I wouldn't say we were really debating. It was really being able to listen to them and, you know, stand on someone's door who, as we went through the survey, they did not agree, um, with where the Americans for Prosperity was coming from as a more fiscally conservative group. Um, but they were they were ready and willing to engage me in a conversation, and that was what was exciting to me, and that's what hmm. wanted that's what you know motivated me to move into an industry and continue down the path of engaging people and talking with them, and again being part of something bigger than myself. You know that's what I experienced with Americans for Prosperity. That's what I experienced when I was the children's ministry intern. That's what I've experienced with Capital at Mix is being able to be a force that affects people and moves people and brings hopefully a a better life to them. That's awesome. That's you obviously prepared that. Was, <laughs> 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 I don't even know what to say to that. Um no, that's awesome, awesome. Um and of course I knew some of that. Um but it is it's good to hear that the whole package and it, how the communications and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So we're going to wrap up soon, um, but maybe tell me some of your favorite things in the Triangle. Having lived here, you know all the spots, so give us the inside scoop. What, what are your favorite things? Yeah, so what do I have to offer as my favorite things? I <laughs> would not identify as a coffee snob. I sometimes wish I was. I wish I knew more about how to brew coffee better. Um, Same. And and appreciate it for all that it is. So if anyone would like to educate me, I'm ready. 
But I will say I've been to many, many of the kind of staple Raleigh coffee shops, and I kind of have, have changed and adjusted. When, well, I'll say when I come to a coffee shop, my first desire is not the coffee itself, which might be odd, but I'm more of an atmosphere person. Mm. So I'm usually there with mm. a friend. I usually am there ready to engage in a you know deep conversation. I'm discipling two guys right now. And so I, I come with those guys ready to you know have conversations about their lives. And so I want I'm all about the atmosphere. So I can recommend some of my favorite coffee shops. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah, so I have moved, I've progressed. Originally, I was a huge fan of Jubala North Raleigh. Um, oh, not the, against the Hillsborough one. Not the Hillsborough but one. in high school, I was around when that first Jubala, the village coffee, opened up and loved that atmosphere. Um, and then from there, I moved on to really loving... Um, by the way, still love all these places. I just, as I have expanded my territory, I find new things that I like. I really like the the upstairs portion of morning times and being able to enjoy the different... Not the bottom half, so only the upper half. Well, it's too cold and loud in the bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, I, I like the upstairs because of the art that is on display and all the wood is a really rich environment and cozy. I've had several first dates at morning times. And then just recently I've found 42 in Lawrence is is one of my is probably the favorite of this month. Where is that? It's at uh it's right across from Cuz there's not a 42nd street. No, no. It's <laughs> it's right across from City Market. It's also right near um it's like literally right behind Sir Walter Coffee. Okay. So I don't know I just get there. I just put it into my. <laughs> I just put it in my phone and I get there. <laughs> Might as well be in Greensboro. I don't. I don't <laughs> well, know where it's it is. not. But um, it's like, gosh, if it was in Greensboro, I'd never get no. there. Um, but no, I really like their atmosphere. Sorry, of 40, 40 second, 42, forty-two and Lawrence. Forty-two and Lawrence. So it's kind of the flagship coffee shop of up. Larry's Coffee. I think Larry Brewing. Um, they you know roast their own coffee, but. It's just this. I, I'm a big. I'm a big proponent of couches. I don't like sitting in high backed kind of. Well, not high backed, but like just stools and kind of wood chairs. I like. Oh, it is downtown. Yeah, it's downtown. Okay. Well, you could have said that. Sorry, it's Gosh. it's downtown. I should have known that. It's right there in Moore Square. I feel like I've been there a million times. Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry. So they have some couch, like a little, not really a booth, but they have a little wraparound couch thing. It's right there on the. Uh, right there, lots of windows out to, I like a room with a view, and so I can see outside and see people walking by, and the coffee is really good too. So, <laughs> I literally hate you. I'm making signals to us. Pouring out my heart and how much I love 42 and Lawrence, and you're yawning it. <laughs> oh, yeah, continue. Tell me about the couches. Yeah. <laughs> this is important. It's important. Oh my gosh. I, the coffee's good. <laughs> The atmosphere is great. They have a vintage feel, and obviously nothing else is important. So I'll just stop talking. Okay. What else, besides coffee? Um, tell me about some like I'm always interested in outdoor areas. I feel like I know a lot about the triangle, but I know you. If you you're also... interested in outdoors, have stop I it. got the place for you? Okay. What do you got? Hottest not <laughs> Raleigh's hottest new. Stop out- it. <laughs> just say it. Just say it normal. <laughs> so I don't know if you like running. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I I ran a um half marathon last month 
feel oh, like when here. you when you I have when your you trophy run... right here. Let oh, me good. Give this yeah, out for you. I need to post about it too. Uh, when um, everybody when somebody runs a, a marathon or half marathon, they have to you know post about it. Or oh yeah, them. no, yeah. you've earned it. Okay, okay. So go, I don't do that, but I'm more of a trail runner. Okay. So I love to run in the summertime. My lungs kind of close up in the wintertime, mm. but in the summertime when you can get all really sweaty and nasty, <laughs> I love running up at the Mountains of the Sea Trail up near Falls. Okay. And there's a couple places where it cuts in right off of, it's not even six, well, yeah, it is. It still stays Six Forks. Um, when Six Forks divides from Possum Trail, if you keep on going up there, there's a couple places from on the right and the left where the Mountains to the Sea Trail kind of way, you know, snakes in and snakes out. Mm. And I love, you, you know, if you were kind of blindfolded, dropped there, you'd think that you are in the mountains it's very hilly up and down and it's really beautiful it's not used a lot i think sometimes i'll run and i'll see more deer than i see people you know i'll run an entire you know i'll run usually for an hour you know 30 minutes in 30 minutes back and i'll see not a soul so hopefully not everybody go there now because I want it to remain my no, spot. Next summer is going to be hundreds of people every time you go there. No, but it's just a really, really beautiful place. And to kind of get back into this place of embracing the natural energy that comes from being out in the woods and you're yeah. right near the lake and seeing the deer and um, it's really, really beautiful. So I would definitely recommend running up there. I'm always I'm always blown away. <coughs> you know, you can go to a place like Falls Lake and you're only, what, 10 or so miles from like downtown Raleigh or eh, 15. I only do by minutes. So okay. It takes me 30 minutes Sorry. to get from downtown to Falls Lake. Yeah, traffic and everything. But I mean, the point is you're not even that far. Really. No, you aren't far at all, especially from yeah. North Raleigh, um, yeah. which is the best part of Raleigh. That's cool. You know, it takes 15 minutes to get there, maybe, maybe even mm. less. So, so um, any other any other spots um, or any other closing thoughts about um, the triangle and your experience? I'm hey, I'm figuring out the flow of this like this series. <laughs> you have the exact amount of experience I do on the on this series, so you're kind of the guinea pig. But yeah, any any thoughts about yeah your experience? Yeah. I am. Excited to continue to be in Raleigh as it continues to shape me. I don't want to take for granted the just incredible life experience that Raleigh has given me that I've been able to grow up in a really pretty diverse community. There's so many people here and I've been Mm. able to interact with, you know, not nearly enough of them, but Mm. being to be in a place where, again, you can go into neighborhoods and just see no one like you you know and that's Hmm. just an incredible experience there's that's not everywhere and to go you know to travel places where there's people who are the most highly educated um people in the world or you know right here and some of the you know wealthiest and to see the wealthiest, see the poorest, see the smartest, see the yet to be smartest, see the <laughs> yet to be discovered, yeah, <laughs> yet to be discovered, the you know to see everything that's happening here and the the life that that's given me, the outlook that that's given me, and to continue to lean into that and to continue continue to lean into being molded and shaped by just an incredible diverse community of people who genuinely care about each other and are in love with the community that we have here in Raleigh specifically, but I guess the entire 909, but obviously Raleigh biased. (laughs) Awesome. 
And I noticed you didn't write that down. It was just from your head. So that, that's pretty, that's all. <laughs> oh, it's just impressive. So, I, I mean, it comes from living here your whole life. So you, yeah, you're, no, you're I in love, love with the area. So, I love yeah. it. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sure. And um, make sure if you're not subscribed already to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Leave some feedback uh, if you want to give a five-star review. Otherwise, you can email me at the919podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>